Ready to explore the psych behind your style? Get ready to dive in and explore topics of self-development and confidence in personal style so we can feel liberated, in control, and confident in our style, body, and life. I'm your personal style mentor and confidence coach and host, Yolandi Hamilton. Welcome to Intentional Style. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to a new episode. This week, we are talking about style phases. Now, everything in life is a skill. Everything in life that is a skill requires a series of phases, uh, a journey, if you will, that you must travel through from beginning to end so that you can become proficient in the things that you want to do. And since everything in life requires a series of steps, we're going to explore what those steps are in terms of style development, personal style development, that is. When you think about it, everything that you've learned to do since you were born required a process, a series of steps, something you had to work through. For instance, walking. When you wanted to learn to walk as a baby, you first learned to roll. You would be placed on your back on the floor and you'd roll to your belly. Then you'd roll from your belly to your back and your back to your belly. And once you were able to roll proficiently from front to back and back to front, you started scooting and you would scoot a little bit. You'd kick your legs and inch just a little bit. Not quite crawling, just, you know, propelling yourself with your legs. No arms involved. Um, If you've ever seen a baby do this, it is the most hilarious and adorable thing on the face of the planet. After you became a master of scooting, you decided that you were going to get up on all fours and you were going to rock. You didn't move. You didn't crawl forward. There was no one knee in front of the other. It was just a rocking. You would just shimmy your body back and forth on your hands and knees. And you'd, you felt real good about you were doing something. You didn't know what you were doing, but you knew you were doing something. Now you could roll over. You could scoot yourself around. You could get up on your hands and knees and you could rock with the best of them. And once you felt real good about rocking, you built up arm strength. You had a sense of balance on your hands and knees. You moved that one hand forward and then took that knee with it. And then you moved the other hand forward and the other knee. And then another hand and another knee. And before you knew it, your mom was putting up a baby gate because you could crawl faster than she could run. And once you felt really good about crawling, you built up upper body strength. You started to pull yourself up. You'd grab the edge of the couch and stand up on your furniture. And you built up leg strength and you built up arm strength. And you would pull yourself up any chance you got. You'd walk to that baby gate she put up because you were a crawling master and pull yourself right up. And eventually you were comfortable standing up and you realized, well, if I just reach my hand a little bit farther than where I'm at and scoot my foot over there, I can kind of cruise along this. So you began to cruise along furniture, tables, the edge of that baby gate, anything that you could shimmy alongside of, you shimmied alongside of. You were cruising like there was no tomorrow. And then your parents thought, let's see what this baby can do. And they took you by your two little hands, grasped around their pointer fingers, and you took a step forward while holding onto their fingers. And maybe you fell down. They picked you right back up and you kind of tottered forward a little bit. And then you tottered forward with another step. And then maybe you fell on your butt and that was it. But you did that a few more times, holding onto their fingers with your tiny little hands. And you'd take a step and another step and then another step. And eventually, 
they pulled their fingers out of your tiny little hands and you were just walking. And then you could walk. And that took a long time in terms of a life of a baby. We're talking 10 months, 12 months. And before they knew it, you were running and there was no hope of catching you ever. But that's not the only thing that you had to learn to do in phases. You had to learn to talk in phases. You had to learn to eat in phases. Talking went from cooing, cooing, oohs and ahs to just single letter sounds, and then those turned into full words, mama, baba, dada. And then those turned into two sentences, mama, baba, and then three words, mama, baba, please. And then a whole lexicon of vocabulary. It was a slow growth, but eventually you got conversational. It, one word became two, two became three, three became 10. Eating went from liquids to purees to mushy soft foods to solid foods. Even as adults, we constantly learn through phases. Uh, if you are active on the socials, you no doubt have seen the reels or the TikToks and the dances that people do. And if you've tried to learn one, that's another example of phases that you've worked through. You learn one movement and you master that one. And then you learn the second movement. You chain that on. And then you've got two movements and then three. And then before you know it, you've got a whole minute routine down that you can dance to and you look like you knew what you were doing from the beginning. What I'm seeking to show you is, through those examples is that you must start somewhere. There's always a beginning point. Nobody ever knows everything about everything right from the get-go. It just doesn't happen. And so given that style is also a skill, like all the things that we've already talked about, and that you must start somewhere, I'm going to give you the five that we work through. And technically, there's six, but I don't include the first one because, well, you'll hear why. So the five that we work through are clueless, copycat, consultant, competent, and conqueror. Now, the one that I don't include, which is technically number one, um, is careless. And I don't include careless because even though we go through it, we don't have the control. It's when your caregivers dressed you, like as a baby or a toddler, maybe up to like the age of nine or 10 or 11 or 12 in some cases, um, you know, maybe sooner. I know I had some major opinions by the time I was seven. I was a very opinionated, stylish little girl. So I don't include this uh, phase in part of the journey because it's not something you're actively working through and trying to get out of. It's more a consequence of the physical ability that you have, uh, i.e. being a baby or your age, you're young, you know, and your parents don't really give you that control. They shop for you. They pull clothes out for you. Um, they dress you. And then even once you learn to dress yourself at that young age, they're still giving you the clothes to put on. The first phase that we all go through once we have entered the actively attempting to grow journey, the first one you reach is clueless. Now, this is not to be confused with the movie. This is likely uh, a woman who, if this is you, you'll go, oh yeah, that's me. You open your closet every day and you just grab something and you just put it on. You don't want to get ticketed for indecent exposure and none of that style junk makes any sense anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, as I like to say, you don't know a pea coat from a petticoat. 
Um, a pea coat is a type of outerwear. A petticoat is a type of undergarment, by the way. You'll see uh, women at this stage a lot saying that they don't care about style. And it's not that they don't care. They want to look good. They just have no idea. You just have no idea where to start. And so you just don't. You just kind of have like thrown your hands in the air and, you know, maybe at some point I'll give it a shot, but I just don't get it. It's not that important. And until uh, events like weddings, job interviews, uh, holiday parties, something that you feel like you need to dress up for and go out of your way to look uh, a little different or more fancy, does it enter the realm of what do I wear? And I really need to care about this now. And until those events force you to think about it, you just kind of throw on your leggings and your t-shirt every day because I'm busy. I've got kids. I run a business. I have too much to do around the house. And you stay in this phase. Our next episode next week is going to talk exclusively about this phase. So we're going to talk a little deeper about what this means and how you can get out of it when you're ready to move forward, you would be moving forward into phase number two, the copycat. This woman, if this is you, you've bought just about every look you've seen on your favorite style icon, your favorite influencer, mannequin, anywhere that you can get a full outfit and just buy the exact pieces or copy the exact uh, look of pieces. For example, if you've seen someone um, on Instagram, you go and you click on the links in their profile and you buy all of those items. And if one of them is sold out, you panic because it's now no longer the exact look. Even if you don't necessarily like everything, you like the overall look. So you'll buy it anyway and you'll wear it anyway because why not? It looks good on them, so it probably looks good on me too, right? That's not always the case. But what you can do, and we'll talk about this two episodes from now to move out of this, is be a little bit more like the next phase, phase three. Phase three is the consultant phase. You are still Googling outfits like the copycat, but you're not looking at them for copy reasons like the copycat you just want some ideas or you are in the closet and you've had some ideas. You pulled out a couple of tops and a couple of bottoms and you've made a few outfits and you're just not really sure that maybe this goes together. So you search graphic tee outfits and you look at all the photos and you go, okay, that was kind of the idea I had. Yeah, I'm on the right track. And you move on. You are literally consulting the interwebs for ideas that confirm the idea you had because you're just not sure. And so in searching for those outfit of the day posts, those outfit ideas, you really just want to confirm that the decision you made is good and there is nothing wrong with that. But you can get stuck in this phase by constantly seeking that external validation and you'll never move from this phase into the next, which is competent. Now, once you reach the competent phase, you hardly ever Google search ideas for outfits or Pinterest or 
look at outfit of the day. You might consider something when you run across it. And sometimes you just kind of suffer what I call creativity, creativity burnout. And you feel like you've mixed and matched all of the clothes in your closet in every way possible that you know. And you're just kind of like, let me take a search and see outfit ideas for green paper bag pants. Then you see a bunch and you go, oh, okay, okay. And it gets your ideas flowing again. And then you go in the closet and you start pulling things out. And you may pull out something that you saw because it was a good idea. You may look at it and go, oh, well, that gives me another idea because I have this top in my closet. And you put together your own outfit. But ultimately, you dress yourself in outfits by yourself and only use the internet to get your creativity juices flowing, to turn on the electricity, to jumpstart your battery, essentially. And once you've reached this point, these last two uh, style phases, competent and conqueror, you might waffle back and forth between the two. Whereas in the competent phase, you're looking a few times a month at your outfit ideas on Pinterest or Instagram or wherever. As the style conqueror in the final phase, you know your style. You can describe it with words. You've got your style sentence. You have a complete plan for building your outfits. You have a whole closet color story. You are the one friends go to when they want advice on whether or not something looks good together and should they wear top A or top B with these bottoms. While you still do occasionally check out Pinterest, it's really just to see what's new. You're keeping up on the trends because you know yourself so well, you know what you're into, you know what you're not into. You just want to know what's out there and is there something that jives with your style personas, your style personality that you can incorporate new into your look to keep things fresh. And you're not a slave to trends. You're not a slave to uh, fads, although you may incorporate a few of those trendy items to keep your looks updated. You create your own looks and you create looks for your friends. And this is really the phase that you are in before you consider becoming a personal stylist or a personal style mentor, a personal shopper. You have a pretty good instinct for what works on people. You don't always know why, but you know what works together. This is a phase that everybody wants to be in, but not everybody gets to. But we're going to talk all about that in a future episode and what it's like living as a style conqueror and how to get there when you're ready. So to do a little recap, everything, everything that's a skill in life is a journey and it requires phases and baby steps. And you can't skip any of the pieces in the middle if you want to get to the end. Unfortunately, time travel has not yet been invented or maybe it has. I don't know. I do enjoy a good YouTube time travel conspiracy theory video. So maybe they're out there hiding the time machines. But since it's not public and you can't just walk into one and jump ahead to when you're more stylish, you have to go through the five phases. You have to go through your clueless phase. You have to go through your copycat phase. You still need to be a consultant. You still have to get to competent. And once you've gone through all four of those, you can move into conqueror. So tune in to the next episode to hear all about phase one, which is clueless. You'll get some in-depth information on what it's like living in this phase and some tips to move forward and to move out of it as soon as you're ready. Until then, mind your style. Bye. 
Love feeling lifted and getting real answers to your style and confidence conundrums? Connect with me via Instabook at Hamilton Styling. And yes, that's Instagram and Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, get exclusive weekly live sessions and free masterclasses in my group, Thoughtful Style. You can find that at facebook.com slash group slash thoughtful style. And remember, be sure to sign up for access to the style library, chock full of free downloads to help you navigate all the style changes you want to make.